Welcome to the Strategic Slut Podcast. I'm Courtney, and I'm here every Monday to cover all things sex, money, confidence, dating, growth, and mindset to help you consciously evolve and live an intentional life. I am passionate about empowered choice and questioning the world around us because let's face it, we're all sluts for something or someone, so let's be strategic ones. Happy Monday, folks. Thank you for tuning into another episode. I am excited to get back on the mic today to tell you about what no one ever tells you about leveling up and the shit that I am hoping to pass on to you to avoid all of the, I guess, maybe surprise. I can't say you'll avoid the hardship, but definitely the surprise that I also received because, hi, it's confusing times. If you listen to this podcast, you know that it is all about constantly trying to, you know, improve yourself, level up in life and work on individual areas of your life like business, mindset, health and fitness, wellness, sex life, relationships, um, emotional intelligence, all of these things that are very much encapsulated into this podcast. I want to also share the things that I've learned by working on these areas and obviously I'm not perfect. I'm fully a work in progress and will always be, but there are things that really did shock me that I think I'm fairly grasping, like having a good grasp on now that I feel like I could pass on. Now, I totally understand that there is a whole analytical side of the, you know, always working on yourself type of narrative. Um, However, I also, in my own personal beliefs, I feel as though we have such a beautiful life that to not explore every version of ourselves and to try to improve and like genuinely just do the best we can in whatever that looks like for you. And part of me, you know, takes life too seriously to the point where I can sometimes put an incredible pressure on myself. But also, I have this like dual thing that I also feel like life is kind of like almost a simulation and nothing really matters because, you know, there's just so many people on the planet and just like this whole world outside of us that also makes us feel almost insignificant. But what I mean by that is like, why wouldn't you try to be the best version of yourself and like have fun doing it? Almost like main character energy. I feel like that's a lot of fun. So that's kind of how I look at it. And I really think that there's so much suffering in our lives too, that if we can work on ourselves in different areas, like maybe we can avoid a little bit of that suffering. You know, you can't happen, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond and how you respond is influenced by so many factors that typically requires working on yourself in some sort of way or having gone through enough experiences that you realize, you know, there's a level of maturity that develops because you, whatever, have experienced more things. But I think that the way that I look at it is like, I have a very specific version of this like highest self that I want to be and to be her requires me to really embody the habits and the way that that person would respond and all of those things currently to become that person. You don't just wake up being who you want to be. You have to choose that person every day and act like they would, you're already them um, and embody what they would do so that you're constantly, I guess, getting to that highest level place. And it's never ending, which I think can be very daunting at times, but also imagine the places you could go (laughs) without that kind of cap 
on how much you can truly develop and become like a badass fucking bitch. So that's how I kind of look at it. Um, I think evolving is obviously the huge theme of this podcast and uh, in different ways of evolving relationships, evolving the relationship with yourself, but also evolving the way you think and feel about topics and look at the world. So there's a lot there. And I think that the really like I always joke about the girl who you know, you know when a woman is going through a breakup and you see it on Instagram because you suddenly see how they're glowing. And it doesn't mean because they're like actively, you know, maybe losing weight or like buying all these new clothes and showing off for the gram. It's more of this thing of like they're taking their life back into their hands when often we've lost ourselves in somebody else. And I think that's always like kind of a beautiful thing. Um, And I mean, I would hope to encourage others to not lose themselves in a relationship but I mean things happen and I've never been in a long-term relationship to speak on it too much either however I think it's really important to really maintain that level of independence and sense of self so I just wanted to talk about this like if you're in a level of wanting to evolve your life of going bigger, better, harder, whatever the fuck that looks like in whatever area of your life, uh, maybe all areas. I feel like the pandemic has really shocked us into becoming new people or becoming the people we were always at the surface or like, sorry, below the surface. But the other distractions we had before were really distracting us from who we are at our core. I know for me, I really like truly figured out all of the very unhealthy coping mechanisms I had because I didn't have the distractions of work and education and life to um, make me just numb out, I guess, and realize that maybe the numbing out isn't helping. And that was through various forms, through alcohol, through drug consumption, partying, sex, really unhealthy habits of shopping and overspending and also even the way that I would consume food that was definitely an emotional eater and I think I still am to a degree but I'm much more conscious of it you know I would either go through the phases of overeating and truly binge eating or under eating because I'd be so anxious and just like really um ups and crazy ups and downs of emotional issues for my own self that I've never taken the time to deal with. And this last year has been very encouraging of looking at those hard topics because I truly had nothing else to do. So it was a hard year, but it was also the most transformative. And when I think back on last March and who that Courtney was, um, it does make me emotional because I don't recognize her and I feel bad for her because she was in a lot of pain that a lot of people didn't know about. So it is really crazy to reflect on. And I think, you know, as we're approaching March 13th of kind of the like anniversary of when the world went to fucking shit, um, I thought I was going to be really like triggered by it. I was like, I'm not over the last March. Like, this is crazy. But honestly, I am actually in a weird energy now where I'm very grateful. I feel so like blessed to have come out of 2020 and, you know, coming into this new year to only like blessings. And I really chose that for myself. I mean, of course, there was this level of privilege of being able to live at home with my parents if I 
didn't last March, I literally would have been homeless because I had zero dollars. I was the brokest student in the world. Um, But I also really took some shit into my own hands of like going and finding jobs when job market was very, very tough. I like really fucking hustled and did everything I can to network and be on LinkedIn. And I took a hold of the podcast by the balls and tried to optimize on the fact that we were all at home and just like all of these different things that I really tried to just like make the best of the situation. I am really proud of that. I acknowledge the privilege that comes with that. However, there is a choice um, within that, within a range of you know, I also like never thought I'd be a workout home per- at home person. I thought I was always a gym rat. Like I could have saved, I t- tallied it up. I could have saved $13,000 in four years. That's a lie. 3000 a little over 3000 not 13000 The minute I said it, I was like, nope. Um, I could have saved over $3,000 in four years if I had worked out at home and like outdoors like I am now when I was in university because I was paying for two gym memberships. I was paying for one where my parents live, one where my university was. Meanwhile, my university tuition had the like student gym included in that, but the it was so... Um, creepy of an environment that I did not feel safe or comfortable to work out there. So just thinking about how much money I could have saved is fucking wild. And I didn't have a choice but to work out at home with this pandemic and to like realize how much I love it and to like not only make the best of it, but then thrive in it was wild. So um, like I said, just that example of choice, I could have said, no, I don't work out at home. I need a gym setting like this is not going to work for me. No, I started getting on the Google and literally typing in at-home workouts. I remember that first week of like in between bottles of wine of Googling at-home workouts and being like, what the fuck am I doing now? And then I literally did everything I could to learn how to like effectively work out at home. And then, you know, now we all know that I'm obsessed with Pilates, but it's a, it's been a wild ride. Okay. So anyways, going back to this episode topic. So There's a lot that I really have changed in my life, Um, truly done like a 180, like I've said before. So I have experienced a lot of massive change and shifts in such a short amount of time. And the ups and downs that have come with that, I just guess I, and maybe it was me being naive, but I know that some of the pain that came along with this leveling up process was really shocking to me. I totally did not expect that. And I think I've always been someone who wants that like growth and tries to acquire a very much of an abundant and growth mindset. But I still was kind of shocked when the things are happening. So one of them being that you're going to lose friends. And I did not like that really fucked me up because I guess when you re- think of friendships, um, I know for me, and I, I'm in my 20s, so maybe people who are like closer to their 30s and have seen different life changes, maybe you have a different perspective on this. But me being coming out of university, I knew that relationships were going to shift, but I didn't realize to how like to what extent. And I've always known that like once people start getting in relationships and getting married, having kids, moving for careers, moving out of the city that you're in, whatever was going to shift the relationship. But I don't think I expected how much animosity would come with you choosing a different life and different lifestyle than maybe what your friends had. And that's been really confusing for me. Um, It's definitely given me a lot of 
a lot of perspective in how I view friendships moving forward and definitely has helped the relationship with myself because I realized how much not only like we don't talk about especially female friendships like I think that there is such a um such a value in like women marrying men and like women's relationship to men obviously in a very heteronormative way as society is still in and they like you know everyone kind of values breakups like if you're going through a terrible relation romantic relationship breakup it's very clearly understood I guess or um it's very like you need to get over it. But I don't feel like the female friendship thing is the same. And I can't speak for men and how men break up. But I mean, I feel like a lot of the guys I know, they've had friendships since like with the people that they grew up with, and they just never really change And life might change on them. But there's not like much drama. I feel like maybe because men aren't really open to going deep through just the way that men are socialized. So maybe that's it. But with female friendships, I've found that It's, you know, you go through a breakup and I remember just everyone kind of telling me that that's normal. Like, yeah, life happens. And I'm like, I don't think you understand the pain, like the grief that can come with that. And, um, it's just, yeah, it was very shocking to me. However, I'm so, so thankful for it because it has allowed me to not only question what I want in a friend and everything like that, but it's also opened up new doors for me to find so many amazing friendships that were outside of the people I had known for many years. So it was really cool to have that shift and have much more commonalities. I know for some of the friendships I was in, now that I look back, I'm like, how the fuck were we friends? Like we had nothing in common, but I think it was just very much um, convenient scenarios kind of thing. And the length of time felt like the the that it created the value of the friendship when that was not true so that was really confusing for me and I wish someone had told me I guess that um and the fact that it's not personal the fact that like if you are going through these things it doesn't mean that you're a terrible person it just means that there is different different life circumstances the next thing I want to talk about is how much you will get a hit to the ego um Like truly your confidence just drops for a minute and you'll get back up there and then you'll probably go back down because you're probably in another stage of like this leveling up. But you definitely will feel like you're derailed some in some way. And I know for me, I felt like I was so successful in the past. But when I think about it, I was actually so much in pain. But I was focusing on like kind of, I guess, I feel stuck. So then I was like getting into this spiral of you know, maybe I'm not going the right direction. But what's actually the what's reality is that I've started to become more deeper and meaningful. And that has allowed me to shift my life drastically. So the way that I move throughout the world and the way that I deal with things have been a lot, a lot different, to be honest. Um, And how I perceived myself was, I guess, I think maybe I was really comfortable with like seeming confident, but really being in pain on the inside, where now I am still, I I would say like someone who appears to be very confident, but I'm really starting to gain that confidence within myself. Like I'm starting to doubt myself less and 
feel like shit less. However, that fear is there because um, it's something that I've never done before, meaning actually like loving and accepting myself. Um, So if you feel like you're somehow derailed, like don't take that as a sign that you're like on this wrong path. Most of the time you've leveled up without even realizing it. And there's also something to be said. I think that it's very connected that the way that you interact with other people and your social group have shifted. So you can also feel very much like low confidence because those people who may have adored you before might not be loving you anymore. And it's just, that's like a weird thing to grasp um, and really get your head around. But very quickly, your confidence will come back. You will feel powerful again. And it's just kind of really... I guess being acknowledging that the ebbs and flows of changes is really hard to the ego and um, it's something hard to swallow. So everything will feel like, you know, it's falling apart. I feel like when not only did life actually kind of did fall apart for me last March, but I genuinely feel like I was hitting rock bottom when I was, um, it was my birthday last July and I was in probably one of the darkest places I've ever been in my entire life and I didn't know how to function because I just felt paralyzed and like incapable of doing anything. I was crippled by the anxiety and the depression and the like never-ending doom that felt like it was my life and suddenly I made the decision to go to Vancouver for a week and I did that and it was the best decision I'd ever made and I think it's because not only was it very like filled with nature and mountains and just like Vancouver is beautiful but also it gave me a time to like remember what's out there um like the fact that we were all we were all isolated in our houses and stuff like that too Um, that felt very isolating in general, but then to also just remember that there are so many, so much other like things to explore. I think I needed that reminder. Um, and I truly fell in love with that place. It, it sparked an inspiring like thing within me, but also I was able to connect with, um, my cousin and a couple other people that I met on that trip that, I just remember I'm like, oh yeah, there are cool people out there, like going through so many relationship shifts and well, really breakups and honestly just feeling like I was being beaten down one by one kind of as people were exiting my life. Um, I was really like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like I truly felt like I was just this terrible person that no one wanted to be around. And I just realized I was trying to chase the wrong people. And the immediate clarity that I got after that trip was insane. And I also just was able to find a sense of motivation again, like, you know, wanting to face bigger or set bigger goals for myself and realize that there is a reason that I'm going through all of these months of bullshit. And the acceleration that came after that was incredible. And, you know, and then it dipped again three months later. Like, it's never um, it's never solid, but the little stages that you go through, you are going to feel like the world is fucking collapsing. But I would say, like, if I had to give advice on that, it's remembering who the fuck you are, remembering what you're capable of, and the fact that you've survived everything up to this. And when I think about that in th- those circumstances, I'm like, 
I actually have survived much, much worse. So there's that. And the other thing that comes within that it's kind of, you know, segueing into my next thing is that you're going to question yourself and your goals. Like I know for me, what, what I wanted in February of 2020, it was, is so drastically different than what I want now. And it has changed even, even more like a thousand times in the last year. And that's been very confusing. I'm talking too fast now. It's been very confusing because as your world is like falling apart, you're now like, wait, I don't even know what I'm doing and how to take action because I don't know what I want. But if I don't, choose like a path I'm just wasting time and it's like this never-ending spiral of like doom like I'm I feel like it makes you feel like the worst person and that's not true for one and two it's really just trying to find the clarity of like okay I just have to get through this fog I guess um and knowing that you're kind of unlearning everything you know um, because that whatever was not serving you well. Like for me, unlearning all of the habits that I had, all the really horrible, like unhealthy coping mechanisms I had, that was really confusing because it literally felt so, so confusing and so much like my life's falling apart, but also so lonely. Like to not be that person that like, I'm feeling so low. Okay. It's Friday night. I'm alone. Let's drink a bottle of wine and call my ex. I, or, and then online shop and order eight things off Amazon in the bathtub because I'm hammered. Oopsies. Like not doing that. I'm not trying to shit on anyone who does that. It just, for me, I was doing that too often. And it was, um, I, I just never knew how to confront my own problems. So this thing there that like, made me realize the core practices that I wanted to embody were very much full of like mindfulness and meditation and movement, like intentional living and deepen the learning within myself and having to confront those really scary demons was fucking terrible because also not everyone's going through this process with you. A lot of people don't want to face their demons. So when you're trying to open up about your own and the process you're going through can sometimes really turn off a person. And it's not because you shouldn't be vulnerable or open to sharing. It's just the fact that a lot of people don't want to confront the own, their own shit. So then confront you confronting yours and you telling them about it and almost... It's, I mean, often when we go through this process, there's a crazy amount of learning that's there. And it's usually like, oh my God, guess what I'm learning? And I'm changing my own life. They're probably like, holy shit, I don't have the capacity to deal with this right now because they're not there themselves. And that's okay. It's just like, not everyone's going to get it. And I think the, I think the isolation part of it is really weird because you feel like you're losing your mind. Um, I, and I know that I really experienced this and I'm still experiencing, experiencing it personally because of isolation still. Like I haven't seen a single fucking human since November. So other than the people I live with. So that's been really confusing and like feeling like I'm just digitally like connecting with people has been very hard and you suddenly feel like you have nobody and whether that's true or not, it's just like, it's not everything. And it also shouldn't determine your own self-worth and what you think of yourself. So that's one thing to think about. But also 
the honesty with your closest people in your life, you know, you're going to feel alone, but you're also able to, you're able to still let them in. And I I don't know how to explain this without being too like contradicting because I just said how a lot of people won't get it. But the people who truly love you, if if, if you have people in your life who are truly there for you, they may not be in the same place. They may not understand, but they will be there to support you. And that is what I found personally has been the most, I guess, eye-opening of who is there for me and who is not. And I'm so thankful to have learned that now because um, I guess I can be better a better person to them as well. And it's a very much, it feels a lot more mutual of a relationship than some of the other ones I've gone through. So you're going to outgrow people and that's that's hard, but you will see the people in your life with more love and gratitude than ever before because you're like, oh my God, these people are going through so much massive change with me, uh, whether they get it or not. So, and I think that one thing I want to note too is that like, don't ever feel like your growth is being unnoticed. A lot of people do notice it and maybe they have a weird reaction to it, but you often are inspiring people you don't even know. Um, and I think that is really cool. And I think that it just reminds me to focus on myself and just continue doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Cause also I'm not living for other people. So whether they get it or not, whether they accept it or not, that's not my concern. And I would just hope that they respect that within me and I will respect them as I would. So that's the thing. (laughs) And I think that the other couple of things would be like not feeling like yourself. And and what I mean by that is not being inspired by maybe the same things that used to inspire you or not being lit up in the same way. I know for me, there were so many things that I was like inspired by, or at least I thought I was inspired by that are not true anymore. And I don't know if that's just through massive change or if it's through like, I thought I was finding inspiration, but really it was like this false sense of uh, distraction and perfectionism and procrastination because I wasn't allowing to take action with those inspirations. I don't know, but there's so much like external pressure when we have to like think inward. Um, That's when you really like figure out, I guess the understanding within yourself of like what feels good, what sits well in your soul, what lights you up. Um, because you're you're actually like going through the world with eyes open rather than this autopilot mode, which like I think 80% of our lives are lived on autopilot mode. And that just fucking bores the shit out of me. So um, there is this like subconscious thing that we are often doing and to try to really shine light on those subconscious or unconscious beliefs and habits and all of these things, you will, you know, really experience crazy breakthroughs within yourself. And I think that really intensifies the change that you will be going through, but also the change that you feel within yourself. Because I know for me, that's been a weird fucking thing. Cause it's like, okay, so none of these unhealthy habits and like coping mechanisms make me feel better anymore, even if I wanted them to, because now I'm aware of it. But what does make me feel good? What can I turn to when I'm feeling X, Y, and Z? Like, it's very confusing. Cause you're like, what the fuck do I do with this now? <laughs> um, yeah, that's weird. And I think there is another thing of like, the momentum. Like I think the realization that holy shit, 
I can create crazy momentum in such a short amount of time. Like I remember realizing it's only been a year and I'm a different fucking person. What if I kept at this rate? Like, where will I be in a year from now? And you see the beautiful stories and you don't like you see the stories on Instagram and stuff like that of, you know, I was working a nine to five job this time last year. And now I'm a best-selling author and have da 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 da. And it sounds so inspirational and so amazing. And like almost as though that that person is has has acquired a certain amount of talent that you just cannot have or don't have don't maybe they have natural abilities that you don't have that may be true but it doesn't mean that like crazy transformations within your life can't happen either and I think that's like a weird thing to realize of you could be that story um if you kept that momentum and you continue to like really I guess, push yourself. And I I talk about this in one of my podcast episodes. I don't remember which one. So sorry if I'm repeating, but I think of this example all the time of like when I was in the spin class, it would show me what color um, I'm like of a zone I'm in based on how hard I was working on the spin bike. And if we had an indicator in life to tell us where we are, that would be more motivating because we're like, oh, I just have to knock out these next whatevers to get to this point and when we and us like not having that is very confusing not not only not having a finish line but also not having an indicator to measure where we're at but that's where really you know setting up goals with like like literally smart goals will help you figure out where you're going but I think that we can sometimes underestimate ourselves in that realization of like, oh, fuck, <laughs> like, look at how much I could accomplish. Uh, it's kind of a crazy thing. And I think that you, I think you can shock yourself and that's a really fucking cool thing. And I think that these like adjustments of not only how we go through life and function and find inspiration and cope with the world and find new friends and like-minded people, the uh, pivoting as the favorite word of 2020 is like that pivot and that adjusting is where like hot water, you know, you can't make macaroni without hot water. Like you really got to put that pressure there. And I think that when you're in that, it's very, very, very uncomfortable, but then you're like suddenly normal again. And then you get really, really uncomfortable and then you feel normal, but then that normal is always shifting and it's only going up if you're wanting it to. So that is really cool. And I think that it reminds us how quickly we can adapt to these new lessons. And then growth comes even shockingly like faster because your momentum is like multiplying and compounding and you're not, you're not necessarily maybe taking as hard of dips in the confidence and the like, what the fuck's going on? Because you're going through it and you're knowing it. Like I know for me, I'm starting to recognize these things. So every time I'm going through those uncomfortable issues and those, that kind of spot in life, that really like, um, I guess peak level state of like, I'm so fucking uncomfortable right now, but I, me just reverting back to my old self is not an option. I think it's getting easier as you go through it. And I always say that confidence comes from the the promises you keep to yourself. So when you're setting these goals and being really acknowledging of where you want to be and really not limiting yourself, not like f- really shedding those limiting beliefs around you and the world and everything around us um, can be really 
impactful in how we proceed in life. And I think just knowing that you're like onto something and you're you're there and you're gonna get there and there's nothing to fucking stop you is like the most beautiful thing. And you might only feel that for a second, but when you have those 30 seconds of like, I can fucking do this, you're unstoppable. And I think when then you prove yourself like, oh, I did do it. I, I, I fucking did it with just that 30 seconds of belief in myself. And then that 30 seconds comes up a lot more frequently than it did before because you're taking more action. You're taking more risk and that builds confidence. It builds self-assurance. It increases your growth massively because you're learning. If you're failing, you're learning. The failure is never a failure. It's only a thing that's, you know, I always say rejection is redirection. Like it's always causing you to figure out what you did and learn from there. You can't become who you want to be without fucking up. And that's the, that's the thing. And I say no losses, only lessons. That's my new kind of motto right now, because for a long time I was harping on the past. I recently have gone through a financial coaching program and realizing all the mistakes I've made in university and high school with money was really frustrating for me. I'm like, oh my God, I could be, you know, in such a better position if I had just done this, this, and this, and didn't do this, this, and this. And it's been really bothering me. And then I remembered, I'm like, this isn't fucking productive. Like, yes, I can acknowledge all the things, but I need to have more grace for myself because one, I didn't know. And I was doing what I could with the knowledge that I had. I was just trying to survive and get through life and adapt to life as anyone else is. So don't beat yourself up either. Like, that's the one thing I think you really have to be there to root your for yourself because as your relationships change in your circle and you know, not everyone can be your number one cheerleader at all times in your life. You have to be your own cheerleader. Like you have to be there for yourself and believe in yourself, even when you don't want to, even when it doesn't feel possible, because who do you have at the end of the day? Like, yes, we have maybe friends and family and things like that, but like, they're not always available. And sometimes those relationships don't last forever. And then you're like, who then do I, who do I have? So you really need to like, hone in on that relationship with herself and make sure that I I guess work on that and like be kinder to yourself. And I always like to revert back to Marissa Lace's quote of like, self-love is tough love. Tough love is self-love. Like you have to really ask yourself how you're getting in your own way. And also like, how can I best support myself right now? That's like actually going to support me and not just cause me more harm. So Ooh, I feel like I really got into like a little bit of a a TED talk there, but that was fun. I feel like that was a good verbal purge. You know, I I I can't say it enough. Like you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable, but that discomfort, that uncomfortable period of whatever stage you're in is like so fucking wild. And I remember just starting breaking down to my mom and being like, I'm going through so much change. I'm so uncomfortable and I know that it's going to be okay. And I know that it's going to serve me, but I like don't know what to do with these feelings. And just saying that out loud was like, oh my God, it just, I guess maybe it was relieving because I finally just acknowledged what's going on and why I'm feeling the type of way, but then also reminded myself that it's for the best. Like I am going to come out stronger because of this. However, it doesn't deny or dismiss how fucking uncomfortable it is. So yeah, these are all the things that no one tells you when you're leveling up. And 
You know, I even have noticed this in my dating life, like trying to going on a dating app right now. I was, I've been swiping on Hinge and I'm just like, I fucking can't with half these men because not only do I also like hate dating apps, but I also just have such different standards for myself. And that's con- confusing because you're like, am I being too picky? And I mean, society wants women to be so just focused on having a relationship and getting married and having kids. When to be honest, that's not my fucking life purpose. Yeah, it'd be an amazing thing to fall in love and, you know, have a family one day down the down down the road, like 30s. But it is not my life's goal, life's purpose. And I genuinely feel like I've been on the planet uh, for a lot more reasons than reproduction and to serve everyone else around me. So, I mean, serve people in a different way, but y'all know what I mean. It's just, yeah, I... I have such a different outlook and I have such different, um, I would say patience. Like I'm more, I, I definitely approach the world with more gratitude and more patience in general. However, I have less, um, accommodations for people, I guess. Like, let's say there's a guy on like a dating app that I met and he's really cool and cute. And we were like, you know, going back and forth and then they kind of got dry. I would typically like really go out of my way to like spark that up again. And now I just like, I don't chase, I don't chase. I attract bitch. I don't chase. I attract. Like, I'm just not out here trying to I don't know, like chase people who don't want to chase me. And I mean, I don't think that that's always black and white. However, it's just like, for what? Like I have self-respect, you know, I I genuinely respect myself enough to just know that like, I'm a cool fucking person. If you're going to ghost me, like that's not on me. That's not my problem. And thank you for doing the service of showing your true colors in a really quick way. Like, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. And I think I have more understanding for people. Like I realize, like, oh, they just like haven't figured that part of part out of their, themselves yet. Like if, you know, maybe they're emotionally blocked off or whatever, like, okay, that's just something that they haven't worked through yet. And it's more with so much more grace and less judgment. I've definitely been a judgmental cunt in the past and I find myself still being so, so sometimes because I'm human, okay? I'm a Leo with a Scorpio rising and whatever the third one is, is a Sagittarius. So like, I'm just triple fire. It's a lot. There's a lot there, but I definitely have found myself being so much less judgmental and finding myself in just a place of like, oh, like they just don't know that yet. They haven't gotten there yet. And if they're not willing to know, then that's also not my problem. It's like, oh, okay. And you just let it go so much quicker. So definitely it gets, uh, makes life easier in some senses, but there's others that's really disheartening. And I guess maybe realizing that the world's not about you either has been kind of weird. Um, and I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's the Leo in me or if that's just the overall, like, maybe maturity of getting out like of university and realizing that like no one's really focused on you as much as you think, or maybe just being more self-aware. I I don't know, but that has been kind of liberating. However, it's also been confusing because I'm like, what am I doing then? Why am I so worried about what they think? Yeah, that's the episode today. I hope that you enjoyed it. I know that I really enjoyed talking about this whole thing. So I hope it gained some sort of 
insight for you. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, if you want to post it on your stories and tag me at the not so average batch, and if you're listening on Apple podcasts, if you could go and scroll down and leave a review, that would help me immensely. As always, you can find me on Instagram at strategic slut and at the not so average batch for my personal. And I will see you guys on Monday. Love yourself, love others and wash your fucking hands.